back to NDI. I'm your host, David Trinko, alongside my co-host, once again, Lincoln Retzloff. In today's video, we're going to be having an interview with Dylan James. It's been a long time since we last had an episode on the pod. It was about December. We interviewed Mario Lamaru, and he came on, and we had a good discussion with him for about an hour. Uh, in this one, we're going to be having a pretty similar interview with Dylan James. We're going to, interview, we're going to introduce a couple new segments that you'll see once we get to the interview. But before we get into the interview, we're going to be doing a little bit about a little bit of a recap of UND's hockey season since, you know, it's been since December and it's August now. So we got a little tied up with, with some stuff. Lincoln just graduated from, from high school, so nice job, Links. And I was busy with a lot of Ralph Engelstead, Marina stuff, and Betty Engelstead sports, UND athletic stuff. So we're happy to get back in the swing of things, and Link's going to attend UND now, so we're going to be doing interviews more often here. Uh, we're going to have Louis Jermanek on next week. Uh, stay tuned for the publishing of that episode, but we're happy to have him on have that opportunity as well. But without further ado, we're going to get into uh, the little recap of UND's hockey season. So I personally think UND was they were playing well going into that first, that first half of the season, I thought. What do you think? Yeah, they finished. What was that series out in Colorado? I thought they played Colorado strong. College. Yeah, and they they're set up for a good second half. They yeah, they were number one in the NCHC, I believe, uh, going into that second half, and they ended up coming up on uh, on top, number one. I think that going into that season, we weren't really sure how well they're gonna be, how well they're gonna play, and and how good of a team they're gonna be. And they obviously struggled the first half with with uh, chemistry, mm-hmm. and I thought. They really brought it the second half. They gelled well together. Uh, I think the Duluth series is when they really came together. I was at that series. Absolutely amazing to watch them come together and win in Duluth. I can't remember the last time they did that. It was absolutely electric how they all came together and stepped up with some unlikely faces, scored some big-time goals. Um, Carson Ulbricht was absolutely filthy with his first collegiate goal. Mm-hmm. Um, love to see that. Just an absolute, just pick up the trash, uh, offensive power going and, and pick up the puck and go and make a dis- disgusting move on the goalie to get your first collegiate goal. Couldn't be more proud of him, especially after the first two seasons he's had, uh, not registering any points and getting his first goal was, was absolutely amazing for him. I thought he played really well. And especially going into that series without Reese, or without Jake Sanderson, Reese Gaber got hurt in that first game. They were able to win without their top two players. Yeah. And that was that was huge. And I thought that you know showed a lot of their of their growth and character as a team that they were able to play without those big big name guys and were able to win games big games against good teams like uh, against Duluth. And when Jake came back against Colorado College, they didn't play the best. They played okay, and then Jake got hurt. And sacrificed himself. He sacrificed himself, uh, jumping into the net and get his getting his wrist stepped on, which was I couldn't imagine doing that. But I thought UND played phenomenal that that second half. Uh, they didn't get they didn't go the way that they wanted to. Obviously, going into that frozen face off and losing to Western Michigan. You know, West Michigan's a good team too, and I, and NCHC was stacked. I did not think Denver was going to win that championship. I can tell you that. No, that was they were definitely not my first pick. I kind of thought, kind of thought we had a good chance with how yeah. well we were playing, and then we kind of 
I don't really think we played the best against Notre Dame. So. It's it was not the best game, but it was like Brad said it. You know, one one bad game doesn't define one game doesn't right. define the whole season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, successful season definitely went better than I thought. There's been a couple of years, I guess, running into this one where I was like, I don't know if UNI's going to win the Penrose, and they ended up doing it again. It was pretty much the same thing. I don't know if I should have said that the other two seasons because we actually had a pretty stacked team mm-hmm. the second season, especially with Pinto and JBD and everybody. Absolutely, this gross team. But the second half of this season, uh, I thought went really well. There is uh, after that Western Michigan where we got swept. I thought that was when they started to pick it up and you know mm-hmm. feel like okay, we got to get going here. And it's just a matter of when your tell when your team gels together and when it gels uh, gels together well. You, I would don't know if I'd rather have it at the beginning of the season, have them play really good or have them gel together right away or at the end because at the end you got to think about. If the team gels together well, at the end, they're probably playing their best hockey. Mm-hmm. It's when they're playing their best hockey when you really want. That's probably at the end. So, yeah, I thought they played. I thought they played really good, and I think we'll do another episode a little bit uh, deeper into the player moves, uh, people that left and people that came on into UND this year, including the freshmen and and all the transfers and everything and and the signees. And we'll do a, a separate <clears throat> episode on that with. Especially with uh, signings in, in the pros and re-signs uh, in the pros as well. So, oh, I think without further ado, we're going to get into the uh, interview with Dylan James, which I'm pretty excited about. So Yeah, it was a good one. All right. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Now we're going to welcome on uh, UND incoming freshman Dylan James. Welcome, Dylan. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're going to go into, for all of those of you guys who don't know who Dylan is, he's an incoming UND freshman. Um, right out of the USHL with Sioux City Musketeers, a championship there. Um, so he'll be lighting it up with UND this year, hopefully. Um, we're going to get into a little segment we like to call our ND Icebreakers. We're going to go around and ask a question, a couple questions, and we're all going to answer it um, just for casual stuff. And first question is, uh, favorite genre of music? You want to start, doing? um i'm a huge country guy honestly yeah um, i kind of like the the alternative too i like weezer and red hot chili peppers so really nice uh, i think i think that's alternative don't don't quote yeah. me on it but um either that yeah. or our country do you like uh who's your favorite country artist right now uh riley green and eric church are up there riley green yeah i like him too i'm a big uh i got in a country like this kind of summer my parents didn't really watch listen to country a whole lot yeah. So I kind of got into it my own with my job and everything. And I'm, I'm really into Luke Holmes right now. I like, I like him. He's, he's a Chad. So what about you, Lynx? Yeah, I probably listen to mostly rap or like kind of older music too, you know, maybe a little Elvis or something like that. So. <laughs> really? Elvis, bro. It's yeah. Insane. I'll listen to, I'll listen to anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I've been in a country a bit this summer, but besides that, uh, I'm kind of like, I don't want to be like boring, but I am that kind of guy who does listen to like pretty much anything. Um, I like, I like to rap. I had a rap phase for a little bit, but I also like constantly since my childhood, my family really likes like classic rock and stuff like that. So yeah, I listen to that a lot. Um, the next one we'll go into. Okay. So you don't have to like, this is, uh, it's kind of a hockey related one, uh, favorite, like hockey related gift you ever received. So like a Christmas present or like a birthday present or something like that. We'll start with uh, Link. Why don't you start on this one? 
I think I got to go with uh, probably the knee hockey nets when you're down in the basement. And I don't yeah. know. I have those. That's probably my favorite gift. A lot ever, of knee hockey. Those. Yeah. A lot of knee hockey. Yeah. I played a lot too. What about you, Dylan? Um, honestly, I don't know how old I was. I, I remember Santa, Santa gave me a, what even was it? A Bauer Apex 2. It was oh, like sick. three in the morning. I ran down there right after Santa got there, I guess. And really uh, nice. I ran, my, ran to my mom's room and showed her. <laughs> I remember yeah. that very well. So that's more reliable right there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a little outside the box with this one. I would say like a jersey because I like collecting jerseys a lot. But one of the, I always wanted to be a goalie when I was a kid. So my dad got me this, like, I don't know if you guys ever saw him. Like, I think there was a phase in the uh, NHL where they had like, NHL branded street hockey helmets and my dad got me a wild one and had this nasty gold cage on it and it was just sick because I wanted to be a goalie and they, we actually tried to back in like youth I think it was like maybe mites or the summer league or something like that and I at my family like asked if I could use it in a game because I was supposed to play goalie that day and I wanted to rep the just nasty wild helmet with the gold cage so I asked and they said I couldn't obviously because it's not like real like regulation for hockey yeah. so but i thought that was just sick because i mean i wanted to be a goalie and my parents were not dropping like a thousand dollars on a real goalie helmet <clears throat> but uh since uh we'll go into this one it's not really like a question we ask a lot but we'll just go through each other's majors because we're all going to be you and these students this year i mean i am but you guys are two freshmen so yeah um going into kinesiology not, okay nice not, yeah i don't know if i want to pursue that but um obviously the choose just, threw, just threw it out there yeah I, I didn't want to do business or finance like everyone else mm-hmm. so you didn't want to be aviation either like, like i think I, I i think it'd be sick to get a helicopter uh yeah but it's a lot of work yeah it's pretty a lot tough of time too. yeah what about you links yeah i don't really know yet but i just have history down right now so something in that field it's looking like you're gonna be like we'll a history teacher or? uh probably not a teacher but if i was a teacher to be like college level i don't think i like could a professor professor retzloff yeah, or what professor <laughs> nice uh i'm a comm major uh i actually saw a while ago but also today i saw on barstool on instagram that it's the number one easiest major in college so calm is sick it's <laughs> it's so easy i don't do any homework i don't have like any homework but it's it's awesome there's <clears throat> a lot of stuff you can do with it so it's pretty cool uh we'll go into our basic questions now and then obviously we can always just chime in with stories and stuff like that anytime we want um but i'm kind of curious uh dylan who who introduced you to hockey and like what sparked your love for the game God, I don't even like I, I started skating when I was two, so obviously I don't remember that. But my mom told me she got me into it. Honestly, like she told me the uh, I have two brothers and they play hockey too, but they were at school and she would uh, she'd take me to the outdoor rink uh, in Calgary. The ODR? So I don't remember, obviously don't remember that, but so that that started. Yeah. I, I'm always I'm a, I'm a competitive person, so that that kind of sparked it for me. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. battling every day at practice and stuff, so nice, nice. Uh, what was your like favorite? Do you have a favorite NHL team or growing up? I yeah, I don't know. I, I was a Flames guy, obviously being from Calgary. Um, kind of started like the Blues lately. Um, how come? Uh, oh, like man. their jerseys and like their Senko. Oh, the Jays. Yeah, I gotta be a Wings fan now. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Drafted in, drafted fortieth overall, right? Yeah. By Detroit. 
Awesome. That's pretty high, man. I, I wouldn't be like, I'd be ecstatic about that. I know. Uh, I, I didn't expect that high, but I was it. a, I was a Hawks fan growing up only because Taser played, played there, but now they're kind of dead to me. Cause they're kind of like letting everybody go. They're letting the franchise yeah. die, dropping for Bedard, you know, tanking for Bedard. Yeah. But, uh, very good. <laughs> so besides hockey, what's your favorite, uh, sport or like next activity? Sport. I'm actually a huge skier. I haven't got out skiing lately, um, but I got I got mountains like an hour away from yeah. me. Um, but obviously, hockey's pretty busy now. So, but I, I, yeah. I ski like five to fifteen every winter. So, you do like uh, downhill with poles, or do you go without poles? Yeah, downhill poles. I we we got uh, to go. Probably. Oh, you go ahead. I I I hit the the what do you call that. The freestyle park or whatever on the way down a couple of times but... <laughs> really <laughs> that pretty well. that's awesome yeah we uh, got to go on like a trip in sixth grade our whole grade got to go to like a like a resort down i i was i grew up in central minnesota so it was like powder ridge it was what it's called it was like a small small mountain it wasn't even a mountain it was like a, a, a pretty large hill, hill. Yeah. uh it was fun we got to go and it was like i don't know if we got it got paid for but we didn't get to use poles and it was pretty sick but that's the only other time i got to go skiing and a lot yeah. of kids got windburn bad. Oh yeah. I think one girl hit a tree or something. She like ran into a tree Oof. and broke her nose. It was bad. It was bad. That was like the talk of the town the next day. Uh, so you said you're a blues fan or a Calgary fan growing up. What was your hockey idol growing up? Um, probably a Ginla. I was, I was like 10 when that guy was in his prime. So Jerome. Uh, my grandpa actually had season tickets too. So he'd take me to a couple of games. Was, was it a goal or no? In the, oh, what? A goal or no on the 03 final or not the 03. Was it? I wasn't it was even born, so I don't know, but <laughs> I honestly I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that clip before. So uh, we'll go with you said your favorite hockey team growing up. What's your okay? This is kind of a good one. This can branch into a good story here. I think I might share a memory, but what's your least favorite hockey memory? Oh, like the team. like a day that absolutely sucked. Like it was maybe the worst. Like maybe at the time you're like, this is the worst day of my life. It cannot yeah, be much one. worse than this. Um, so growing up, I was on like, like in, in minor hockey, I was on like the top team. Um, and I going into BAM AAA trials, my first year at Um, Obviously I'm like 13. I thought I was going to make BAM AAA and I got cut. And that, that seemed like the end of the world. Oh. <laughs> um, all my buddies made BAM AAA, so. That was a tough day and a cut on a tough week, but big bounce uh, back though, right? Yeah, big I bounce. just tried out double A and made that team the next year, but that that stunk. Yeah. Uh for me, Link, you can share one too, but this is a pretty brutal day. So I had like I think we had a tournament and like weirdly, like we had a scheduled game too. It was back in eighth grade. It was a first year Benham. And my genes wrecked my career, dude. I was four eleven in eighth grade. It was bad. Like, I was four eleven on the ice, like open, open ice. Like I'm dead. If someone, if I get a suicide pass or anything, like one time, one other time I got lit up behind the net. Uh, it was like so bad that my, our manager didn't want to schedule games against that team anymore. I think it was Wilmer. Um, but that day uh, we had like two games and I scored, I think I scored one in the first game. I think it might have been the game winning goal. And then I had two 
in the later game, and this was in St. Michael. I almost had a third one, and they were all the same way. Not the the last this two in the second game were the same way. It was like both backdoor rebound off the pad. So I was just crashing the net. And later that game, my dad always reminded me to sharpen my skates. You know, I'm a kid. I don't really give a crap. You know, I don't I was not sharpening my skates, not taking care of them really well. And I I was uh, hustling off the bench. I was feeling good. You know, I had, was pumped. I had two goals. I jumped in the jumping the boys on the team for points and I jumped the boards and I am just absolutely hauling to this guy in the corner in the uh, in the offensive zone. And he goes one way and I'm like, I got to turn. I got to turn. I'm going quick. And I turn, lose my edge. And then my ankle just goes like that into the boards oh. and I broke my ankle. So that was a bad day for me. That was a really bad day for me. end of the season. Uh, what about you, Lynx? Oh, um, well, when I kind of played hockey, I was a smaller guy. So I can't really think of any specific bad memories, but I used to get lit up quite a lot because I didn't weigh <laughs> very much. So I'd probably say that. What do you, do you have any, uh, Dylan, you have any pregame rituals or superstitions or anything like that? I know Crosby's a pretty superstitious guy. No, not really. Um, you know, if I if I did something out of the ordinary before a game, then I played a good game. I'll try to do that next time, but I'm not I'm not overthinking <laughs> anything. And um, I actually I lived with one of my two of my teammates, and um, in home games we'd sit in the exact same seats um, and visualize and talk shit. So <laughs> nice. that's, that's a do you have any like. Any meal or like a granola bar before the game or maybe a bang or no, I don't do energy drinks. I try not to do caffeine before games. Um, yeah, but no, I just eat whatever my built mom made me that night. So, so you listen to like country before games or like what's your genre of music before? I don't, I don't listen to music before games, whatever, uh, really, whatever's going on in the room, I'll listen to. Okay, so you don't like close yourself in with your AirPod, AirPod Pros with noise cancellation. No, I find it too. It's it, it's too big of a pain in the ass to carry my phone around. So they're not like they're not like get look like they're not like get a look get a load of this guy over here, Dylan zoning in with himself. Yeah, and I'm over here with his music. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's your what's the moment you realized? Uh, this is like our last basic question. What's your the moment you realized I might be good enough to play professionally? What was your like aha moment for hockey where you're like I might be actually pretty good? Oh man, there's. I don't even know. Cause like, like I was, I, I came into, came into this season of Sioux city. I didn't play a season before that. And I was like, well, that might hinder that, that possibility. Um, and then like, you go into Sioux city, I hadn't played a game in a year and you don't know how the start of the season is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that affects your confidence going to the second half. So that was, I, I honestly, I didn't know. It was, it was probably after Christmas this year that it's, that it's like you see like the the NHL rankings and you see yourself lined up against other guys in the league and you kind of like obviously so like just like shit kind of work too but uh it's a possibility before this year do you do you know where you ranked like in the draft or did you even see yourself on there like some did you ever like hop on elite prospects and see like maybe if you were on one of somebody's list or anything like that yeah, like I've I heard about like the Bob McKenzie, Craig Button ones, mm-hmm. obviously essential scouting ones I had looked at, but uh they were all off from what actually happened. So yeah, you were you would uh, jump tired, didn't you? I know, yeah. I was I don't even know what it was. I was late, late fifties for Bob McKenzie, and that was my highest one. And then I was was I was 37 for North American skaters, I think. 
So that's, yeah, it's probably like late second round when you include the Europeans. So I don't know. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Okay. How did, uh, how did growing up, uh, you grew up in Calgary, right? Yep. How did like growing up in Canada, like affect your game? Did it make it harder? Cause I mean, in the United States, it's less competitive than in Canada. Like yeah. it's a less popular sport. Did they make it like harder? Cause it's more competitive or like, did they make it easier? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I'd probably say both. Cause like you grew up playing as better players than obviously if you grew up in Arizona, right? So that, that like having that competition every ice time is obviously big, but um you know, I'd, I'd probably say it made it easier playing with better players too. So um, in terms of long-term development, I I would say it's probably better. It's like way more competitive, I'm sure. Yeah. All more kids like playing and stuff. Like when sure. I kind of curious, cause in high school here, I mean, it's hockey's popular in North Dakota. It's not as unpopular as it is in Minnesota, obviously, but yeah. like, you knew, obviously you knew kids in your grade that played hockey. Like there's like everyone in like your school yeah. play hockey. Yeah. Pretty much, probably say eighty-five percent. Really? Jesus. Yeah, That's I mean, insane. we didn't have high school hockey, but it's it's quadrant. Like, it's what do you do then instead of high school hockey? Like, uh, Kagi was divided into into four um, organizations, I guess. And then in each organization, they midget triple A, which would 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 be high school age, and then midget double A would be the one below that, and then pretty okay. much just goes down the ladder. But it's just the city was divided into four four teams i guess okay that's yeah i mean we just have like i'm sure you know we just have like i mean we have high school and we have like triple a like we have team nd which is like a triple a team stuff like that we had like the minnesota blades uh stuff like that is like we have kind of like i i don't know if it's exactly midget junior triple a or something like that but we have our own like obviously elite guys like the elite kids play there and then you leave early high school. Um, Grand Forks Central is huge. Like they have won, like they won like four straight state type titles a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. So like it's gonna be way harder to make it that team than it would be maybe West Fargo, who's never won a state title like us. Yeah. Okay. So like Grand Forks has a junior gold team that's really good or pretty good. So it's it's really high competitive in Grand Forks and. It, Grant Davies has a lot of guys to choose from. So Davies is pretty good. That's in Fargo too. And then okay. South Shanley's where, uh, who Ben played for, but okay. so there's a lot of stuff going on, but what's like youth hockey like then? Is it like organizations and stuff like that or? Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same thing as, as the quadrants, but probably city divided into uh, 10 teams maybe. So it's, so it's, it's like, not as, it's not as competitive. So, would there be like a Calgary youth hockey organization and there's like a bunch of teams or. Yeah. It was called hockey Calgary. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was, it was just probably 10 teams. And then we do a thing okay. called minor hockey at the end of the year. It's pretty much playoffs. It's just one and done. Yeah. So. In the States, you just have like uh, everyone kind of like registers under USA hockey. That's like the broader like hockey. They like are the governing board of hockey throughout the entire United States. So Mm-hmm. every team is registered on there and i'm a ref so i had to register with usa hockey i can ref anywhere in the united states pretty much i think okay. and they have this big like database and everything so if like you have to kick a parent out you have to do a big sheet on that and stuff like that so 
you had you said you had two older brothers that that played hockey, right? And yeah. like, what was it like growing up with them? Did they make you better? Like, if if you guys right. played on the ODR, like if you had a backyard drink in, in your house, yeah. to like pick on you or? Oh yeah, so I live in a cul-de-sac. We've a we've a double lot. Um, so we have a huge we had a huge backyard, and um, since I was like probably three, my my parents built an ODR for me. Um, so awesome. Me, me, my brothers, and my dad would go out there and play posts probably every night, probably twice a night, honestly. Um, I was always getting buried in the, the snow banks on the side. <laughs> I come off crying and pissed off. And um, going back to the thing you said at the start about like um, what fired me, like like what, what motivated me as a kid, and what fired me up was was probably that. Like that pissed me off every day. So I, I wanted to get better and beat them in posts. So yeah. yeah, we we had like a pond growing up where I lived a weed skate on it was like right in front of our house it was a big uh like a circle of houses all around this pond and we played on there but we didn't really have a whole lot of room in our back my backyard to make a rink but Still play you links you just play on the ODR yeah just ODR whenever I could sometimes just go out there by yourself but I wasn't really too big on that unless some of my friends were going you know so yeah yeah it gets sometimes it gets really cold like that one time when you try to go this winter and it was like was it like negative 30 almost yeah, it was like it was, yeah, so it was bad it's like not, you could it's not unbearable you couldn't skate facing this one direction i'm sure it's bad in canada too but you couldn't yeah. skate facing one direction like i think it was maybe uh so it doesn't matter obviously but we could not skate facing that direction you had to like keep your back turned that was that was where you transitioned and went backwards but yeah <laughs> and you stayed in the warming house for for a while after what was it you played in the alberta junior hockey league what was the transition like because uh, you only played a year in the ushl like you said yeah uh what was the transition like competitiveness level and then how was it like kind of different yeah uh so my, my first year in oak Tokes, um we had a good team like i'd say five, six of our team was committed. So it was, it was comparable to a USHL team. Um, obviously our competition playing other AJHL teams with two commits or whatnot, wasn't as good as USHL, but, um, you know, I was young, you don't want to, you don't want to step into those, those harder leagues too quick and, and you know, like mm-hmm. get buried in the lineup and lose your confidence. So, um, I felt like that was actually honestly huge for my development. I had a great coach, um, good teammates, obviously. Um, Louis Jamernick, he's here in North Dakota. I was with him. So I, I love those yeah. two years. Well, I guess a year and seven games cause COVID, but it was, mm-hmm. it was. A- so how many years did you play in on the team? In Oak Tokes? Yeah. I played two seasons, but the second season, I, our team played like 10 games cause COVID. So. Okay. And then did you, you played with, uh, like Jamie for like, he left in like December. Did he not? I'm pretty sure he left yeah. in December. Yeah. So like you only got to play with them for a couple months then I'm sure. Yeah, we, we were actually on the same line for I'd say more than half of my my first year and then all of all of second, but um I played like two games, mm-hmm. you know, after he left because you know, because COVID shut down and I I got hurt for a little bit of that that season at the end. So I only played two games without him. What were some things that you noticed right when you got in the USH right when you got in the USHL? What were some things you noticed? you were really good at or maybe you excel that over the other guys or what were some things maybe you didn't um i would say my like my skating's always been pretty pretty good so i didn't have a problem with the, the speed per se i would say it was it was pretty tough to 
it's a it's a faster game there and and thinking thinking was was like thinking the game um with, with little time and space was a little hard to get used to but i feel like i adjusted pretty well you know during the end so yeah that was it was an it was an adjustment but uh i figured it out yeah rookie of the year you got a ushl title under your belt now uh how do you from your standpoint how do you feel like this season went and were you satisfied god like like i said at the start of the year i didn't know how the season was going to go and then um you know i ended with like what you just said and um i still i honestly still think about it every day it's like winning a championship you you don't forget about and it's like not many people get to win a championship especially at that level so um i don't even know what to say yeah. it's pretty crazy feeling but i i, I was, love city so what was the what was the party like after it was it was a party, that's for sure. We we stayed at the <laughs> rink for a little bit, and then we had to, to bus home. I don't even know what it was six and a half hours. We got we got home before the or after the sun rose. So I don't know. It was it was a party on the bus, but couldn't. Any couldn't interesting stories on the bus there? Anything fun happened there? <sighs> I gotta think here. I honestly, I was so tired. I slept for three hours of it, but um, no, juiced juiced the other hours though, right? juiced the other hours though right Running on yeah yeah your your adrenaline's still pumping after that 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 win especially in overtime so when you were coming really close like when you guys at what point in the in the playoffs did you guys realize like oh crap we could like actually go all the way yeah like i'd say going into playoffs our our main person we're trying to beat was tri-city you know they came first they set records Mm -hmm. and points and whatnot so um we went to game three with waterloo obviously that was a that was a big win um and then we went to try and we were we were down that first game i don't know the score i want to say like five three with five minutes left in the third could be wrong um and then we, then we came back and won that with three seconds left maybe mm-hmm. so that was huge and then um that second game was in tri-city again so uh we're like damn we win this one all we need is one more to get past tri-city so i mean we, we we won that one and then like damn well, now we're going home for game three and it's home ice for the next two games so mm-hmm. we only need to win win one of these and um we swept them so like after we yeah, won that they got they tossed like, like damn we just beat this we just swept this team now we got one series left so you, that was you probably tossed the them. But, what was uh so was tri-city the one team that you say was the hardest to play in the tournament yeah uh, yeah probably that I don't know. They're so stacked. Their coach really well too. So I'd say it was that. But the Madison, like the Madison series, was super. Hard. Like it was super hard. Like we we had tight games until the last five minutes. Yeah, I was but, really surprised that they made it. weren't they like kind of like a low seed in the tournament too? I think they're like fifth. a Cinderella. Little Cinderella yeah, they're, they're in there. Fifth, I think. But they're they're good. Like they they should win fifth. <clears throat> yeah, I was uh. I was really happy that they got knocked out by you. I mean, obviously, because you guys are on the team, but they have Luke Middleset on the team, and I did not like Casey at the U of M. <laughs> so I think Luke might be committed there too. So I really yeah. did not want you – know, obviously, he's a great player, and a lot of respect to him, but yeah, I cannot stand that. I cannot stand them anyway. But, <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure Jackson Blake would have other words because he played with him at Eden Prairie, but yeah. good thing I didn't say that with, with him. <laughs> so what player when you played tri-city who was like the guy you your team feared the most you're like okay we got to shut down this guy miller man like Matt miller Mitchell miller? like i was Matt drafted miller. i don't even know two three years ago when he's still in this league so um mm-hmm. and he's a, he's a defenseman and put up 40 some goals and 
Yeah. So like on the, on the kill, we were shadowing him. We'd, we'd man on man with him on the kill. And then it was just a, would that have been a mm-hmm. four on three on the other side, but yeah, he was uh, supposed to play at UND. Uh, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see where he lands. If he actually does play college hockey or not. Yeah. So what was your UND recruitment? I don't, I didn't really look to see, I'm sure I saw it when it did happen. Uh, I kind of forgot to look at that, but were you, did you commit last summer? No, I've been committed since ago? I was 15 actually. I was really doing, uh, midget. So the year before my first year in Oak Tokes, I committed, but um, so second year Bantam, the year before midget, I, uh, I got drafted by Brandon Weekings of the Western league. And if you know, that's pretty much straight yeah. North of, of Grand Forks. Um, so when I drove out there for main camp, I, I, uh, well, actually I'll go back a little bit. Once I got drafted by Brandon, I kind of got in contact with North Dakota. Um, and then, so when I was driving to main camp, I, I checked out campus here and obviously the Ralph can't turn that down and you know, the history. So uh, I kind of left here like, damn, this place is nice. And I went to uh, you know, Brandon and, and checked out them and then, you know, thought of my options. And then, you know, you can't like, you can't turn down this place. You see the rink and the staff and whatnot. And it's not something I could probably live without doing. Yeah. Did you, so you, did you contact like Brad or did they contact you first? It was through, I don't even, it was like through a mutual connection. I, I don't see is my parents. They just, they kind of just told me about this option. And you know, so I, did I you like, I, I was, I was, I was a Western league guy at the, once I got drafted and up to that, I didn't really think much college. Um, my uncle played in, in Michigan state. So he kind of talked about it and then I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So did you, uh, you were committed when you played with Louis then for you? Oh, yeah. 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 So what was that like in the locker room if you guys both knew you guys were going to play UND? Yeah. Um, he committed January of my first year. So I didn't, like, I didn't know. Oh, so, okay. There, obviously. So he committed after me and um, he, he, you know, we, we talked about it and I'm like, Dan, that'd be sick if you committed and then now we're playing together. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. What was, uh, so obviously you saw the rink and everything. What was one thing, another thing maybe that you made you really want to play at UND or knew that you, you came here and you were like, this is the place for me. Dude, like the facility, like I know we'll talk about the rink, but like the dressing room and, you know, you got cold mm-hmm. tub, hot tubs, you got underwater treadmills, like not many places mm-hmm. have that. And, uh, you know, you know, if you get yeah. hurt, you can, you can get fixed quick. And then obviously the school too, like um, if you, you know, it, once you, when you're 15 or 16, you don't know how far hockey is going to take you. Um, so having an education, um, backed up by that's yeah bad idea either so did you what kind of made you decide to play college hockey instead of junior i, had, I don't even know it's probably this place like like i said you can't turn that down so it wasn't so much college or western league it's like i can't i can't turn this place down and um obviously school too you know you want an education mm-hmm. it's it's here for you so did you before you committed or maybe before you even got on campus, did you do any of your own scouting on UND? Did you look up any YouTube videos, maybe like the through these doors show or anything like that highlights maybe? Yeah. I came across the through these doors on YouTube. It's pretty sick. Kind of wanted to be in one of those videos and hopefully I can, oh, you will be, I can be, be one in this year, but <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I got some, uh, saw some drone footage of the, the rink on the inside and the outside. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Did you watch it at all this last year? Yeah. I watched a couple I wasn't into YouTube as much, but mm-hmm. too busy on the grind, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually was an assistant producer on the show this year, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, got right. a lot of a lot of uh, cool experiences and stuff like that. Um, and I watched it ever since it started when I was a kid. So, uh, cool. uh, did you talk to any other schools when you were in your recruitment process, or like? And then if you did, were you close to going to any other program? Yeah, I had a couple. I mean, I was I was pretty young at the time, so I say most schools didn't really, you know, either know about me or mm-hmm. too young to recruit. But yeah, I had a, had a couple. Um, let me think here. Like um, ASU was a big one. Obviously, you're 15. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, like I want to live in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you go to places snows every day. But um, mm-hmm. not, I, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, they got the new rink there too. Lives. Yeah. just asu or no there was umass was one omaha um denver mm-hmm. those are probably the, those are probably the main ones ah oh, denver that's that's too bad yeah. did you get to did you tour any other schools or is it just you and no no you're just, just on your just the convenience with brandon you just went down here yeah did you come with your family or who did you do the tour with yeah i i drove with both my parents down here um, then I went on my official with both my parents again. Was it? It was the it was the February right when COVID started. Like I got back when COVID just started, mm-hmm. so that was pretty nice. Yeah, they got the new they got the new uh, weight room down. Or is, yeah. is it finished yet? Or are they getting finished oh, almost soon? They're still building it. We're working on like the, the ice. Yeah, pop. yeah, you're working out in the main bowl. I don't know so when. It's I don't think it's close to done. Really, like they're still they're still moving shit and there's dust flying. So. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a little bit, but hopefully it's it's soon getting the weight room get bigger. Uh, yeah. yeah, ASU has a great rink there. They're building that new barn with uh yeah. with the coyote, the yotes. Uh, that'll be that'll be tough. really interesting next season. Yeah, it's pretty tough. <laughs> um, so you said you did your own research. Do you know like, I mean, obviously you probably watch. I don't know, maybe if you watch some videos or not. Do you know any of UND's key rivalries or like in and out of conference rivalries? Uh, I'm pretty sure the Gophers are a huge one. Yeah, I know Middlesex. That's probably why you hate them. Um, yeah, I want to say the Bulldogs too, maybe. Yeah, Bulldogs are pretty big. Is that true? Yeah, it's pretty big. I'd say personally that Denver is probably our biggest in-conference rival. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of success. Uh, I mean, obviously that's for, up for you to decide uh, this season because you'll be playing against them and and everything. So, Denver, we, us and Denver have gone way back. They've had a program longer than Duluth I think yeah. and it's just been a bloodbath with that you wouldn't think so really but yeah. us and Denver go hand in hand we've we went to the championship game against something like 05 you can look it up go on YouTube there's a great couple fights where uh I think Radke just dropped the guy in a fight literally <laughs> Bucky's are off and he's just literally Damn. pounding him in no no mercy he's just going full fist and then he just skates right off the ice and everyone's just patting him on the chest and stuff. Definitely it's, got them some games for that. It was electric. It was electric. <laughs> Do you think there's uh, fighting should be a lot in college hockey? I don't know. Like I, I hate wearing a cage. Like I, I obviously mm-hmm. just transitioned to that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't oh, know. Are you a gonna, tough, tough question. Are you going to wear like an Oreo cage to make it like look better? Or are you just repping the full black? All the black. I repped an Oreo cage for a couple of years in high school. I don't really know if it made a huge difference for my game. Obviously no one recruited me. Uh, yeah. It's not going to happen, <laughs> but um, I, I've, I've seen on different podcasts where they think it makes it safer. Cause <clears throat> if you know, 
the opportunity of a fight's going to happen. You're not going to drop as many kids, you know, oh, yeah. say uh, Carter Savoy just, you know, runs at your captain yeah. runs at one of your players like he did this year. You know, I feel like Carter might, might have not done that if, if yeah, you know, a fight could happen. and a fight did happen. I mean, we got Clev on the team, so he's mm. going to drop you if he gets the <laughs> opportunity. He did. He dropped a guy right after that. That was, that was yeah. sick. Um, so you, I talked to you a little bit uh, in the summer um, pre-draft and you said you weren't going to the draft. What made you decide not to go to the draft? God, what was I, your... yeah. I would, uh, so we obviously we won the, the championship in USHL and then when was that late May? And then mm-hmm. I, I headed out to the combines five days later. Um, so I was bit like, I, I got home mid June. So I, I didn't want to hop on a plane and fly out two weeks later. Um, so it was kind of just like I want to spend more more time at home. And, okay. um, you know, if I watch it at home, I can celebrate with more people and have more people over. If I went to Montreal, I'd probably have my my parents and my brothers. And mm-hmm. That's it. So you, what was the watch party know. like then? Did you have a watch party? Yeah, I didn't really want a huge one. I, I had my my parents and um, a couple of aunts and uncles, and that's really it. Cool. Yeah, because, I mean, I was, I was at work, actually, because it was a Friday uh, when round two was. And it started at like 10 a.m. And I was at work and I was actually leaving early that day because I was going to a concert in the cities. And um, you're I'm sitting there waiting for you to get drafted. And then it just bugs out. My whole thing crashes. And then I this happened to me last year, too. I was watching. I was sitting. I was waiting for Brent Johnson to get drafted. Right. I was in my bed for three hours watching because it was like round five. And I'm waiting. And I'm like, Dude, screw this. I'm not going to watch this anymore. I'm waiting three hours. And I get up go upstairs and then my friend cole who's a capitals fan texts me and he's like dude this guy brent johnson just got drafted he's he's uh gonna play at und i'm like dude he literally just got drafted i went i literally stopped watching five minutes ago <laughs> and the same like this almost the same thing happened this year it just crashed right when you got drafted and i'm pretty uh, sure you said it lagged a little bit for you but yeah it was, it was in the best feed what was the uh draft combine experience like um it was, it was honestly, it was cool. Like I've never been to Buffalo. Um, it kind of, it wasn't the best timing. Like, like I said, my season ended five days earlier. Um, but yeah, it was like, you kind of, you grow up um, wanting to be in this position. Like you, like you, I talked to 23 teams, I believe. And um, you know, it was a grind in the moment, but you look back and you're like, damn, like I, I talked to 23 NHL teams. So it's, it's kind of surreal, but mm-hmm. it was, it was a cool experience. I met some boys. So it's, it's fun. Awesome. Did you keep in touch with any guys or from the combine or? I was actually like, I, I hung out with Marco Casper a lot and um, okay. he obviously got drafted by Detroit too. So I, and I actually roomed with him. So I, I still awesome. talked to him a little bit. Who was, uh, I saw an article or something where you were talking to the Sens and I was hoping you could drafted by the Sens because <laughs> that would be sick. You got yeah. Clev, Sandy, Pinto, JBD all there. And then Tyconic, I guess, if you want to classify anybody plays for Omaha now. Um, who else did you talk to and what did they say to you? God, I'm trying. Well, you want me to name all 23? You sure? Go ahead. Oh, God. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah. uh, who didn't okay. talk? Well, with who didn't talk to you? Who didn't talk to me? At the combine, it was like Carolina. Oh, God. Toronto. Calgary. Oh, Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> that one sting uh, a little bit or? Ah, uh, it was whatever. 
I mean, it'd be cool to be in your hometown, but it's, yeah, it's a lot more pressure and whatnot. You talk about uh, the Blues talk to you? Yeah, I talked to the Blues. That was pretty cool. Hawks. Yeah. What did they? What did like? What was the general like vibe? Did any team really seem interested in you over the other ones or? Uh, before the combine, I I thought I honestly thought Chicago. Um, was going to pick me. They had some picks in like the right spots and they talked to me quite a bit and have what I thought was a lot of interest, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was me then. So like, I'm just kind of curious cause I had never really talked to a whole lot of people that have been drafted before. So like, do you get a call before you're getting drafted? Like I've heard people where they're like, Hey, is it cool? We're, we're going to draft you right here. I don't know if that was in the NFL or the NHL or something like yeah. that, but do you get a call from like Detroit? before like steve eisenman's on the on the on the other 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 side just like yo deal let's uh we're gonna have you throw on this 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 jersey (laughs) i don't know i don't think they have enough time like first round they have like five minutes to pick so they could Mm -hmm. phone you but it second round's rolling so they didn't i just i saw tv but um i got a phone call after and whatnot so it was it was cool but I, I, i found out from the tv who uh who called you um it was the it was draper i believe okay i i can't remember that 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 last this after the draft the like the 10 minutes after that it was a blur i was kind of just like shook and i couldn't remember a name couldn't remember i couldn't even speak but so yeah what was your general reaction when you got drafted okay well i'll, I'll tell you how it happened the chicago picked before me so i was kind of watching that and then um they were going through this guy's clips and I could barely hear in the background. I said like Dylan James. So I like look around. I'm like, did they hear that or am I am I tripping? And like, no, <laughs> yeah. I, think I, I think I heard that. And then uh, so the scorecard on the side wasn't even up. So I didn't I didn't know who was up next. I didn't know what team it was. Um, so I let this guy before me clips run. Just keep mm-hmm. going. I found out <laughs> yeah. 30, thirty seconds later it was Detroit. So it was yeah. It was it was cool to hear Detroit, but it was kind of sucked that I I couldn't couldn't see what team picked me for half a minute. So was mom jumping up and down or was the family like? Yeah. Yeah. We were all excited. Um, my aunt, my aunt didn't expect I was going that high. So she walked in the door two minutes later with Tim Hortons muffins and she was kind of bummed. She missed it, but, oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Any uh, champagne all over the ceiling or anything like that? Or no, no, big? Actually, no, my, my uncle brought champagne, but maybe we weren't, we weren't spraying it. <laughs> I wanted to keep the house clean. Did you guys, yeah. uh, what did you guys do for, I guess, did you guys celebrate it all after? Like maybe go out to dinner or anything like that? Um, lunch. I guess it was lunch. Yeah, well, I flew out the next morning, so I, we didn't have much time. Um, I guess I don't even remember. We, I think we went out for dinner at Earl's. Um, Earl's. Ever heard of Earl's? Is that like a chain? Yeah. Uh, what are, yeah. It's probably a Canadian chain, though. What do they have? What are they, what kind of restaurants are they I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what to compare it to. Um, what, what are what are chains in, down here? Like, nice like restaurant. Like, like, is it a fancy thing? It's not super fancy, but it's like, I don't know, maybe Applebee's, Olive Garden. No, it's fancier than that. Applebee. That's fancier than Applebee. Maybe Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse is a little more, a little more nicer than that. You've been to Texas Roadhouse in Grand Forks? No, you haven't. But you've been to one. Yeah. Um. Fancier than Texas Roadhouse, but less was it less fancy than Olive Garden? No, more fancy than Olive Garden. 
Oh shit. Uh, but it, it's not expensive though. It's I'll just be honest. Stuff. I'm a chicken strip kind of guy. I don't really, I don't really <laughs> need to be going anywhere super fancy. And I yeah, never, that's fair. I, I didn't really, uh, yeah, I don't, um, what do you, what do you have? Like you, you pasta or, uh, that night I had, I had salmon. Oh, thing. nice. Oh, so it was Good like, really, actually like pretty fancy then. Yeah. yeah it's I didn't know. Nice it's just not super expensive. Okay. I, I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot in North Dakota, so. No, we have nothing here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, have um, you guys been to Charas? Charas? Charas here. Oh, Charas. In Grand yeah. Forks? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Where is it? Mexican restaurant. I don't. I honestly don't know. Oh, yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think, is that the new one kind of? God, what's that road now? I'm forgetting. Kind of by the like, right where you come off the interstate, but like south, like uh, where like Target, like by Target, is it by Target or like Best yeah, Buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by Target. Yeah, we were gonna go to that, and then we oh. walked in there. Like me and a couple of buddies, we we're gonna go in there because they had been there before. I'm like, I don't really know if I want Mexican because I, I, you could kind of like tell that I didn't really want to go that bad. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go here. Cool. And I didn't want to, you know, be like the only guy like I don't want to go here. Let's go somewhere yeah. else. So. And we're rolling in, and then the lady just tells us, uh, it's like an hour away. And we're like, no. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Dave, I bet you're really happy about that. You know, you don't have to go there anymore. So I was like, well, I mean, I would have tried it, but I heard it's really good, though. It's good. I have to go there. Yeah. Um, but we got sidetracked for a while. We'll go to, we got like, I think we got almost like two more questions. So <clears throat> they announced uh, you'll be wearing 26 this year. Yeah. And what is your, what was your, was that your first choice a number? I was my third choice. I went uh, 22, oh. 21, 26. And obviously I'm the youngest, youngest person. So I got, I got screwed on that. But who got 22. Oh, I wore it? 26 in Oak Tooks. Who had 20, who got 22? Was it Owen or Ben? Uh, Owen has 22 this year. Ben has 21. Okay. So you got, oh, I thought I saw it. Oh, no, that's right. Owen is older than you. I forgot about that. Yeah that's uh that's too bad that's all right <laughs> i mean I so like is there any do you feel any pressure wearing jake's 26 since you're feeling i mean arguably those are some pretty big shoes to feel phil are you yeah nervous yeah it's a, it's a number i mean i didn't know i honestly didn't have a choice like yeah <laughs> that's my third pick i mean i probably could have chose like what, what numbers are available like three or six maybe yeah but I, I, I wasn't going that low and then uh, what do you what, – what will make this freshman class special, do you think? Um, I, mean, we, I don't even know what freshman class. Like, we have four freshmen, and the rest of our team's mm-hmm. sophomore and up, right? So our team's going to be really good. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. But the freshman class, like, we're all, we're all really good players. Like, all four of us, all four of us are drafted. That's, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, class, that's, so. pretty, that's pretty big. And then also – three of the four of you guys won a ushl title now because uh that, blake won last that year is, that is true Strange. Got, off the off the germ about that yeah yeah <laughs> he was close yeah but. uh i was uh i was there when blake won last year because it was in fargo and um that was pretty cool but also i mean i'm going to the i'm going to the frozen four this year so you guys better make it yeah. uh yeah. then i can maybe sell my ticket and either get a profit no i'm just I'd, I'd go I, I think it'd be absolutely electric i haven't been since i was like five years old and i was supposed to go in 2020 for my grad present because i graduated in, in 2020 but obviously covid messed it all up so 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be a really good season. What are you looking forward to most coming up? Dude, probably the probably the first game, like first home game, especially. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, I watched, when I came down, I watched those games, and um, mm-hmm. it's electric. Like I, I was kind of imagining myself on the ice when I watched, and you know, now it's coming true. So it's gonna be sick. So on campus, there you're living in a house, not the dorms. I'm live. I'm moving into dorms. Like oh, okay, that's I'm right. Here for the summer, right? So, so who's you're in Ben's house right now? Yeah. And then who else? Is there anybody else living there with you? Not right now. I'm I'm home alone. Okay. Has Ben uh been moving to dorms too or no? No, he he's living here. He's he's older than twenty, so he doesn't have to, right? So oh, okay. I didn't eight. even know that was a thing. So yeah, and like so what's the dorm what's the dorms looking like then? Who's all with you? Um it's me, uh tennis player, um here and then um Owen and Blake on the other side. It's a I don't even know. There's there's two bedrooms, but it's conjoined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a suite. Uh, do you guys have you guys done anything? Uh, have you met the other guy yet? No, uh, I talked to him on Instagram a little bit, just just chatting about you know what to bring and whatnot. But all right, I'll meet him here in a little bit. So what's the what's the plan for the rest of the summer now? Uh probably just keep training. I got well. Some people are going home because we have a week off next week and whatnot. And I don't know. I'm too far to go home, so hmm. I'll just, I'll probably just chill here and find something to do. Yeah, because you got the season starting in October. It can't come soon enough. It feels like oh. for a while there, it was a nice little break. Um, yeah. But now it's I'm getting ready for it to start back up. It's absolutely electric. Yeah, I cannot wait for that Denver series to come up. I'll tell you that that was probably <laughs> that was that was something else uh, that the student section chants are going and and it was a lot of fun, especially after Tyler Clevin just destroys uh what was his name because the guys that i went with we all hated the guy that we just destroyed he did club. Like he just comes down right after well savoy lost the puck and with sending uh you know savoy's a, obviously he's a sweet player he's pretty cool uh pretty good anyway and i'm mean, obviously I, I i hate him i hate the kid so it was a little sucky when they won the national championship i think it was yeah. boro or something like that yeah. uh who but Savoy lights up send in like jumps into him, and then after that, break up the whole thing. Like a minute later, Tyler Clevin just right on the board, just smacks the guy mm-hmm. down, and it was insane. The crowd went wild, but yeah, it'll be it'll be electric. So I think that's uh that's pretty much it. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and hopefully we'll get to maybe check in another time with you. So yeah, no worries. It was fun, boys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming. Sweet. All right, so that was the interview with Dylan James. We wanted to just take a second to thank him once again for taking the time to join us on the interview. It was an absolute pleasure having him on. A great, a great, great kid, great guy. Yeah. Gonna be really excited to have him on, uh, on UND playing for UND uh, this season. I hope he has. We hope both hope obviously, and everyone uh, is gonna be behind him this season, and hope he has a great, a great year, putting up lots of points. It'll be interesting to see. What line he put he gets put into right away, or, or who he gets put with. So he gets. What, what do you think? Maybe. I think. Uh, I think he's got the potential to be a top nine forward at least. I don't yeah. see why he can't be. You know. So we'll just see how well he gels with his other teammates. And yeah, he played with Owen and uh, the team was at uh, Sioux City. yeah Sioux City, and they got the cup. So he's ready to. Yeah, hopefully, they gel all together. Yeah, he's got, really. Yeah, he's got the winning mentality. So it's really interesting to see how they all. 
all, all the freshmen fit together like last year, mm-hmm. or if they put someone on the top line like they did with uh, with Jake Schmaltz a little bit there last season. So, well, I hope you guys <clears throat> enjoyed uh, this episode of Indie Ice. Uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Now we're going to be uploading. This is our first podcast. We're going to be uploading onto YouTube with video. So we hope you enjoy that. We're also going to be branching off into other avenues of YouTube with different uh, tier videos and stuff like that. So, like best college hockey teams of whatever decade and stuff like that. And we have a video of the 2000s coming out pretty soon. So, stay tuned for that. Again, just uh, <clears throat> feel free to follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. All the handles will be in the description of this video and on our Instagram and all of our bios on every platform. But once again, I am your host, David Drinko, alongside Link Resloff. So long for now. All right, the Red Wings taking Dylan James at number 40. He was named the 2021-22 USHL Rookie of the Year. Red all, led all rookie scores in that league in numerous statistical categories this season. Goals, assists, points, power play goals, and game-winning goals. Reader, this kid's clutch.